Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Phil the Meat. Don't worry, we'll clean it up. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, babe. Bitch, the pot, the tea is hot. Hot, hot. Ha, 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 ha. I'm just, this is going to be the rest of the episode. Ha, it's just me. Ha, ha, yeah, yeah ha, that's the whole ha, thing. Ha, <laughs> you can actually uh, download that on <laughs> Spotify. <laughs> there you go. Um, so today's is going to be ugh, really, really crazy. Um, this one was recommended by a friend of mine, a, like a high school friend, the one that I Aww. yeah have left. I don't talk to anyone. An OG. From high school. Yeah, if you're out there and went to my high school, hi, sorry that we yeah. don't talk. Um, but I do talk to her. Yeah. And um, uh, this, this one's really important to me because I feel like she's trusting me with a lot. Yeah. Um, this friend of mine is Native American. And she's always been very into her culture. I always remember that in high school and everything. And when she was telling me um, the story that we should cover, I looked into it really quickly, you know, just the the quick thing that you do, right. you know, just yeah. the little synopsis. Uh-huh. And I saw that this was in Northern California. And I remember that that's where, like, her tribes were from, like, around that area. Oh. So I text her. I was like, oh, my gosh, did this happen, like, near your family yeah. like near your answer she's like oh no like this is one of my tribes ah! and I was like Whoa. oh that's so exciting yeah I was like oh my gosh and like you don't hear about this and this <sighs> is I I told you the name of it Emily and you've never heard of it no and you're like born and raised from in not like in this area in the general area yeah like we border these states yeah it's, we're close to the PNW like. yeah it's <laughs> interesting that you would never like ever hear about this yeah. and I definitely never had either That's so amazing. it's like oh she's like trusting us to oh. get this story out there oh, like I love this it. is I no I know um and so we're going to be talking about the Modoc Wars okay and specifically her request was Captain Jack Stronghold that um, sounds so cool. Yeah. I don't no. know. I have no fucking idea. I've never heard of this in my life. Yeah. Which is very disappointing to me. But now it's exciting because I'm glad at least you're telling me for the first time. But yes. like, it sounds so cool. Oh, man. It does sound cool. And the way that I, I don't know, when you hear Captain Jack Stronghold, you have this picture in your head. But what actually happened at the Stronghold was like cooler. Oh my than gosh. what you're thinking. It's okay, because my expectations, really... I'm not going to lie, they're pretty high right now. Yeah, no, this <laughs> like, is that so, sounds so fucking cool. It's wild. Um, but, you know, again, you don't hear about it. The um, indigenous people didn't really write down their history necessarily, okay. uh, especially in the past. All right. um, it's getting more documented now, thank God, especially this incident because that's where I got a lot of my sources okay because uh, again this not, one's not in history books probably because it's a little embarrassing for the U.S. government and <laughs> they probably don't want to put it on blast but you're gonna hear it today there's just so many there's so much like devastatingly heartbreaking stories about like what the U.S. government has done to the Native American yeah or indigenous American people that it's like I'm so ready to hear oh, yeah. <laughs> the script be flipped here. Yes. Oh, oh, I'm so fucking and ready for the this. propaganda they put out about this <clears throat> time period and stuff too. It just gets so skewed. Oh, I feel like it's get, that would infuriate me to oh. like hear about that. Are you going to like 
a little bit. Yeah, we can talk about that. All right, I'll be ready to be infuriated. I'll I'll keep drinking. Oh no, this. uh, (laughs) Oh yeah, no, this. mm, There's so many tall glass of mead. I'll be sipping. There's so many times where it's (laughs) uh, and it's even more rough because this isn't like ancient history. This happened like three generations ago. Jesus, you know? Yeah, it's wow. Okay, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's a lot. Um, just a small disclaimer going forward. If if you're new here, welcome. Hi. Yeah. If you're a returning (laughs) listener and you've listened to the Kamehameha episode. This is a kind of similar thing here. So the info that I got was passed down through families and stuff. Yeah. And and I tried to pull sources mostly from people who are of the Modoc tribe. Right. Yeah. There is a little overlap. I have some journal entries of, you know, American soldiers and that kind of thing. Yeah. But for the most part, this is their story. So can I just say those are my favorites. Like my favorite of the episodes are ones that are like. I don't know, kind of like passed down generation to generation because that was Maremi. That mm-hmm. episode oh, was like, God. yeah. And then the Chills. Kamehameha one was one of my very favorites. Oh, yeah. No, the, it does make for great stories. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you have a different version oh my or God. something to <gasps> add, oh, yeah. please email us, oh, message us. Yes. We want to hear it. Oh, yeah. And we'll do like a little update episode. We'll like, we will absolutely put it out there. Please, yeah. please, please. Oh, if you God. have any additional info. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, that being said, I'm so excited. Yeah, here we go. Um, as always, don't forget to subscribe on Patreon for additional and exclusive content. Uh, we have a new series out on the mythology of zodiac signs. Hell yeah. Yep. Uh, we're starting a very slow process of our own merch. It's real exciting mm-hmm. our patrons are gonna get to call some shots on that so yeah and they're out. getting some gifties pretty soon some here so if you want a little gifty yeah uh become a worker bee yeah a worker bee tier on patreon check mm-hmm. it out and with that let's get into setting the scene for what is going to be the story of captain jack's strongholds <laughs> so this story takes place and this is going to unlock a memory because I can't say this without saying it in the voice. But oh man, in the United States in the mid 1800s, like do you remember that from the no. Oregon <laughs> from the Oregon Trail computer? I game? didn't get to play that. <laughs> okay, back. Oh my gosh, all the other classes in like fourth grade were playing that, and yeah. I my class did not for oh, whatever no. reason. That's like. Every time it opened the game, you know, like the little oh. intro and the guy's voice like, the United States in the mid-1800s and like it showed the little oh map. Gosh. So that's yeah. that's what I we're talking about. I play it now, I'm not going to lie. I will, Just yeah. like give it a shot. I wonder if I would make it. I would die of cholera at like the Mississippi River every time. <laughs> I'd even drown. Like I'd make it to the Mississippi River, cross it, oxes made it, it's all good. And it's like cholera. Like, see, cool. I want to okay. see how we would do as adults. Yeah. No, how, no. How good would we what do What was I game? doing wrong? Yeah. Like, probably everything, you know, but, yeah. <laughs> God. But we'll give it a shot. Um, so, this is during the mid-1800s, the gold rush, right? So, there's Ooh. a lot of people coming west. And as uh, people are coming west, they are passing through, you know, homelands of people already living there. Yeah. Um, yes. They sure are. And so, because of that, there are some, there's some clashes you know, going on. And those clashes get out to other people who are traveling west. So, you know, people are sort of on guard coming into these places. Mm -hmm. And so one of those places in particular was the Oregon-California border, where 
the Modoc tribe lived. All right. And they kind of got this reputation among settlers, like a lot of other tribes did, of being these really, you know, fearsome people and all of that. Okay, cool. Yeah, love that. Yeah, um, love that for them. Also, just like fucking we're already living here so just <laughs> go, go over there yeah I, like <laughs> this whole thing it's really hard like especially like in today's uh, you know mindset to wrap mm-hmm. your head around that oh my gosh like yeah the most like i can't even i can't handle when like just a random person knocks on my door to try to sell me something like, <laughs> i'm like why are you on my property yeah, please, like please and that is such a minor (laughs) comparison like Like, but I can't even stand that god that'd be so annoying like can you not there's just like so much land like there's already people (laughs) on this one like I you can pick somewhere else there's other places seems like absolute common sense like there's people here but there's not people in this place go to that place and if you want something from this place then talk to the people living there work it out exactly exactly I don't know if you want to join them yeah talk to them very bizarre Mm -hmm. um so the first documented um settlers to interact with the Modoc tribe were fur trappers okay um so you know, they came in, they were trapping for furs and all of that, and okay, fine, and they stayed, and okay, you know, and so then some more came, and then they stayed, mm. and it's sort of like, okay, you know, this is this is happening, I guess we're kind of living side by side with all of these people, and so then because people are coming and staying, now the government's like, oh man, like there's people coming and staying, well, we have to protect you from the tribes that are living there, again, just to recap, there are already people living in this area, and then more people come in and move into the area already occupied by people. Yeah. And now the military is going to come in to protect from the people that were already living there. That's what's going on. Okay. Yep. So uh, they are going to come in and put in a fort in this area to protect from, you know, the indigenous peoples living there. And also... Let's be honest, it's going to establish some claim, that's in air quotes, to the land, right? There's a fort here. This fort is going to be Fort Klamath, and that is a bustling fort. It is busy. Like, we're calling this a, a fort, but it's not. It is a community. There's stores, there's barber shops, blacksmiths, like, you know, and also a military fort. All of this going on, mm-hmm. like people in and out. It's it's a big place. Yeah, so, so what this feels like is that solicitor at my door. I open the door and they like walk into my house and then like they shut the door to my bedroom and lock it. And they're like, I have to protect myself from you. Yeah. Like, this is my house. They're calling. Why are you even here? Yeah, they're calling the they're, police to come over to yeah. your house to protect them from you. From you. Yeah. And then they're calling their friends, and their friends keep coming through my front door yeah. and walking through my house. And they live there now. Yeah. And yeah. now they're, like, yeah, they're taking up my other bedroom. And you're just, like, house. trying to, like, live in smaller, yeah. smaller quarters exactly. and keep trying to mind your fucking business. Oh, my gosh. This yeah. solicitor fucking sucks. This solicitor... <laughs> fucking sucks and if there was going to be like just a king of solicitors that fucking suck it's gonna be this guy we're only gonna talk about him for a second thank god because it's not worth mentioning in the story beyond that but we're gonna just mention ben wright so in 1852 ben wright was called quote the indian fighter of his time end quote like okay kill me i hate it 
Yeah. So oh, no. he, like a lot of others, came west for gold initially. That's how his whole thing started out, just coming west to find a better life, you know? Um, but the, the government, uh, the California legislator, ended up paying him to literally hunt down indigenous people and kill them. Like, he was paid to do what this. Yeah. the so Fuck. he literally decides Ben Wright is like Ben wrong. Am I right? Yes, you are right. <laughs> so wrong. God. Um. So he is in like the territory where you know the Modoc people are living, and he's like, I'm just going to exterminate as many of these people as I can. I'm sick of you being here in the place that you were living, but I live here now, and I'm sick of it. Okay. I'm just so going the solicitor's to... now like, you know what? I'm going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. The solicitor has now come into their house, brought everyone into their house, yes. brought the police to the house. Yep. Your house. Yes. And now it's like, you know what? I'm just going to murder you. Oh, yeah. And What the fuck? Oh, yeah. No, keep the solicitor thing going because I love that. <laughs> the analogy. Oh, yeah, because it's about to get more wild with Ooh. that solicitor. And keep in mind, while you, while the solicitor is in your house with all of his friends and the police or whatever, and you're still trying to live there, he decided that he's going to kill you, but you don't know that yet for the purpose of our story. Oh, my God. Yeah, just, just Ben Wright's story with okay. the Modoc tribe right here. They didn't really know that. So Ben writes, you know, hears of this incident of people from the Modoc tribe robbing a train, whether that happened or not, I'm not here to say. But he hears of this event happening. And so he grabs a band of miners and riles them all up and he's going to go get them, right? And it's good to know at this time that... Sorry, for a second, I thought you meant like miners, like young <laughs> I know, I'm, like, looking at the word, like, written out, so. Yeah, so no. if you're slightly an airhead like me. No, yeah. Not even, like, people who mine. Yes, no. No, that's that's, ob that's obvious to anyone who is not myself. Sorry, I was just like, no. why do you grab a bunch of kids? Like, were adults not around? It's definitely okay. not obvious. I Like, so miners as in children you hear on a daily basis. Like, mine, like, a gold miner. People miners? who mine, yeah. Yes, it's not something you hear often, so. Not people under the age of <laughs> yeah, okay, so he grabs up a bunch of people who mine for various, <laughs> yeah. yeah, gems and whatnot yeah. in the earth. And these types of miners were, like, very ruthless people. Like, these are, I mean, working in mines is pretty fucking intense if you're oh going to go yeah. down there and do that. And it's dangerous and gritty <laughs> and rough. And oh, so the claustrophobia. Yeah, so these are some, you know, pretty rough-ass people. Yeah. So... Ben Wright and these miners are in the area of, you know, the Modoc people. And there's okay. a bunch of the way that this works is there is the Modoc tribe, but then there's different bands of the tribe that live separately. Okay. You know, like they live in smaller groups, like a, a ways from each other, but they're very much all the same tribe. Like they're in the same county, but these are like different cities. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, for the sake of it, yes. Like they are all the same people, but there's okay. different bands. Sure, sure. So Ben Wright and his people just pick one. Just fucking pick one willy nilly. So rather than, you know, riding in there and just slaughtering these people, what do they do? But they put up a white flag of truce. 
Are you fucking kidding me? No. So the tribe is thinking that they want a peace meeting because, again, there's a lot of settlers coming in and out of this area. You shady motherfucker. Yeah. People are familiar with the white flag. Oh, my and God. there are, you know, people talk. Like, there. this has happened before. This is not weird for people to ride in under a white flag of truce and want to come talk to our leaders and hash it out. Yeah. Yeah. So they are going about their day-to-day life. And here comes this white flag of truce. Sparing you the details, they end up just slaughtering 30 men, women, and children. What? The people trying to leave, they're hunting them down. It's disgusting. There is only a very small full of, like, survivors to this whole thing. They made their way to canoes, and they got out of there. And what the fuck? This is like making me a little bit emotional. I don't usually get emotional. No, I know. It's like, no, I know. Like my hands shaking. Oh no. Like I have like anger goosebumps. I know that was a thing, but I literally have like goosebumps of anger on my body. Like what the, the, the flag. Like that is so, what a fucking snake. And when you really think about that, it's like. Just so you could fucking get closer, mm-hmm. you know? You could have... They could have just rode right in. Yeah, you right? could have. Like, like, you don't do that, you know, But often, no, let's anyways. give them a sense of security yeah. first. Like, let's get really, really oh. close. And no, it's really... Again, mm. yeah, my hands are like... Yeah, shaking. no, it's... Mm, okay, all right. It gets worse. Um, so all of the white settlers in the area are treating Ben Wright as a hero because of this, right? Okay. <laughs> and so what... The Modoc people are seeing from this is like, oh, okay, we thought that that white flag of truce was like, that meant something, you know? We're kind of seeing now that agreements don't really mean anything with you guys, and you just kind of break that. Yeah, way to not be men of your word. Exactly. Yeah, you snake-ass motherfuckers. And obviously the Modoc people are never, ever going to forget about the Ben Wright massacre is what this oh, goes yeah. down being hold called. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hold a fucking grudge. Yep. And this this one um, for the stronghold may end up being a two-parter. So really take that Ben Wright massacre and hold on to that information. Okay. Like, all of that that happened, I'll refresh it in part two. Um, but that does come back later because that's pretty fucking hard to forget. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. So, moving on to another white guy in this story who we don't actually hate. Okay, okay. okay. I was... <laughs> yeah, no, I was running right already. I know. Oh, yeah, no. She literally, like, welled up, like, took a breath in her seat. Like, what? we don't hate him. Okay, okay. Um, Not in this story anyways. Again, I'm not very, like, I don't know his entire life story or anything I'll like that. I'll withhold my judgment, though, for now. Okay. We... I... I like him in this story. Yeah. So um, his name is one Alfred Meacham. Okay. And he is, uh, his title is the Oregon State Superintendent of Indian Affairs. Okay. That is his title. Another reason we don't mind Meacham is because he documented things really well. So we have both official documents as well as his diary entries. Oh, I love a historical yes. diary. Oh right. my God, oh my God. So yeah, that comes up a lot in this story as well too. So Alfred Meacham goes down to Fort Klamath mm-hmm. and he gets there and you know, he's checking it out and he does not like any of what he is seeing. Um, yeah, yeah. um, he looks around and he really takes in the scenery and he sees a lot of soldiers sucking. 
like yeah just really bad okay they're taking advantage of the native people in that area um things like stealing their wives um kidnapping that's what that is i swear to god i have Um, never gotten like anger goosebumps before and now i'm getting them again already what the fuck is happening good i hope i hope everyone is yeah i hope you're all fucking pissed yeah you should be this is rough again this is why this isn't you know you don't hear about it a lot Mm -hmm. but you should um, so they are, you know, kidnapping their family members, stealing their horses, stealing their goods. They're also just drinking too much. They're just not impressive overall. Like, he's not impressed. They're not impressive. It's just, it's not a good sight. I have a direct quote from that diary that we mentioned. Ooh. So his quote is, The United States Army is sometimes disgraced by bad men in high office. Fort Klamath was unfortunate for sometimes being in command of officers who dishonored the uniform they wore, end quote. Which, again, is a polite way of saying, like, shit. yeah, um, you know, I'm not going to shit on everybody, you know, but... But there's a lot of them who disgrace their position. Yeah, and yeah. there's higher-ups that are bad people. He says mm-hmm. bad men in high office. Like, he says that, you know, so... He's aware of what's going he on. He does, okay, he does seem very, I don't know, genuine. There's more than More than other people. Again, yeah, don't know anything about his past, but like, yes. from what we know. From what we know. At least this is one decent person. Um, <laughs> I found, gosh, any source that I could on this. I watched like a lot of videos and read a lot of things, but there was one video where there was um, a person of the Modoc tribe doing an interview today who did say, like, I feel like Meacham was, like, more fair-minded than the rest, you know? Mm-hmm. So he he's kind of our guy in this one. This is pretty much the only white guy leg we have to stand on in here um, that, okay. that I found. Um, but he comes so. in, and he is aware of what is going on. So we left off with Meacham not liking what he's seeing at Fort Klamath. Meanwhile, let's talk about the relationship between, you know, the U.S. and the Modoc tribe in general. Yeah. So this is a time where the government is having these treaties go out, these peace treaties signed. Um, They're not necessarily peace treaties. What they are is it's essentially having um, the indigenous people give up pretty big acreages of their land and relocate to reservations. So on these reservations, um, there's a lot of promises that are being made that now we know were not fulfilled. Um, But the Modoc tribe is like, okay, fine, yeah, um, we're we're gonna go. Like we signed this treaty. Let's get to you know the reservation and let let's get it. Let's go. So they get there. And it's not anything like what they were told. Um, The land is not that sustainable. There's not a lot of hunting. Um, It's a very small, small, small area of land. And yeah, and the U.S. at this time, also keep in mind, has a whole ass civil war going on. Oh, Jesus. So yeah, so they don't really have like a lot of time, resources, or any kind of intentions holding up their end of these negotiations right away anyways, you know, but they're expecting all of the Native Americans to hold it up their part right now, you know, so you have to go right now. And whenever we get to you, we're going to, because we actually have bigger things right now going on than relocating you. Um, Uh, Okay. Maybe the, don't make them move right now then. Maybe if like, you can't handle it right now, wait until after the war. Like what? Or like, especially since things, it's a civil war. Things are up in the air. Who knows what this country is going to look like afterwards? Like, 
Dear, what? What? No, I, I don't think now's the time to be making deals. It's insane. But, like, yeah. what can again, the MODOK people do? Like, they're right. just doing their damn best here. And like, yeah. God. And again, this isn't, <laughs> yeah, this definitely is not a deal. And they're calling it, like, these peace negotiations. But it's not a negotiation. It's you sign this. Yeah, we're know? telling you what you're going to do. Like, yeah. Yeah, what bullshit. So the MODOK tribe gets to this reservation. And... Like I said, the land is worse, a lot more hostile. Um, Their resources that they had for, like, fishing and hunting, all that is gone now. It's also, like, not their home. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a very, yeah, the, the Modoc people I learned through my research uh, <clears throat> with another interview, it was so beautiful. They believe that the creator gave them that land. Oh. Like, it, he made the land yeah. for them. Like, this is their home. They know that land. They, they know, know it, where yeah. to hunt. They know where to fish. They know it. They know where to, like, gather. They know where to stay, to, where to, like, live. Yes. They know everything about that everything. land. Like, and you can't just... So now it's like the solicitor's like, okay, so you're going to go from your beautiful home that mm-hmm. you love, that mm-hmm. I moved into, mm-hmm. and now you're going to go live in this shack. Yeah. Like, it's not too far, though. It's yeah. fine. Um, but you're going to live in this shack. I'll do some shit for you, but we'll see when. Because um, someone else wants my house, too. Yeah. <laughs> my house. <laughs> Your house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to throw my solicitor thing back in No, there. it's really hard. I mean, technically, your solicitor thing died a long time ago because your solicitor knocked on your door under a white flag of truce and said, hey, we just want to come <gasps> in and say that we're sorry so for taking over your house. And you opened the door to say, oh, thanks, yeah, let's talk about it. And then he killed you. God, fuck yeah, fuck. <laughs> yeah, so. Okay, no, yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, we're on a whole different fucked the up The solicitor's scenario. just living his stupid ass best solicitor life. Yeah. Well, I'm dead now. Yeah. Awesome. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I almost said gruel. Great gruel. It's cool. Um, yeah, so it's not their home. The land is worse. And also, it's a lot smaller plot of land. Yeah. And it's not just all of these bands living together. It's also the Modocs living with the Klamath tribe. Because oh. it was called Fort Klamath, but there's also a Klamath tribe. And Meacham writes in his diaries and said that, you know, the Modocs and Klamath were always at odds. Like, the I'm Klamath just, were yeah. kind of picking on them and stuff. Like, it wasn't <sighs> going... And they're well, not, you can't just be like, oh, you're Native American. Let's throw you together. No, they're like no. different countries. Yes. Like, they are completely different. Completely Their tradition, different. the yep. people themselves, like, the way they do things, it's completely different. Oh, God, just yeah. because, like, they live in the same general area. Like, yeah. That doesn't, oh Well, even the bands, like, the bands of the same tribe weren't necessarily oh, yeah, getting along. Had, yeah, and they you had know? their differences, let exactly. alone with a diff- completely different tribe. Yeah, it'd be like taking, like, your entire extended family and throwing them in a house for, like, a month and, you know, hoping that all, it all went well. Like, it's it's hard. It's yeah, not like exactly. that, you know, at all, obviously. No, no, but, but like, it's, we're, we're just making some metaphors here, some yeah. allegories. It's but. just completely asinine to think that this was ever going to work in the first place is what yes. I'm saying. Yeah. Like, that is the point accurate. we are making here. Very accurate. Um, so, yeah, this already is not what they were promised. And an already really shitty deal that yeah. they didn't fully understand, which, you know, you can say that today. But do you read your do you read your iTunes agreement? No, you know. No. Like, oh, relocating oh, and all point, yeah. of that. Even if they would have put in there, like, oh, asterisks, this may not be the land that you're used to. No, like, you, you knew that this wasn't And also, ideal. if you don't agree, what's going to happen to you? Yeah, we're just going to kill you. 
Yeah, so it's, it's like if Apple. <laughs> I'm <playing laughs> metaphors today. It's like if Apple's like, like yes to the agreement. Do you agree? And you're like, I don't know about that. And they're like, we're gonna fucking kill you if you don't. Yeah. It's like, oh well, yeah. It's yeah. A, wow. The human centipad episode of South Park, like, is what <sighs> this is. Like, it's yeah. It's insane. If you know, you know. If and you Emily know. does not, but if okay. You, yeah. If, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, it's the same thing. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's dire on okay. this reservation. There's no food. There's nothing to hunt. There was no real chance here to begin with. They're having to, like, kill their horses to survive. It's really, really bad. So, enter Captain Jack. You're probably wondering where he was at. Here he yep. is. Oh, He's been okay. here the whole time. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. So, um, his given name was, there's a lot of pronunciations. I'm going to try it one time, so I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm going to call him Captain Jack the rest of the time. But just to just to have it out there. Um, Kintipus okay. was close to, again, I'm sorry, his given name. Okay. And he's one of the Modoc leaders. He's a leader of one of the bands. Okay. So he's at this reservation. He's one of the people that signed this all over and went to this reservation. And he's there and he's trying to make it work. And he's like, huh, this just really doesn't seem like what we signed up for. And what you said this was going to be, like we're having to kill our horses, a family member, essentially. You know, like horses yeah. are a very big deal now, let alone back then. Yeah. And he's like, you know, this was an official agreement. So I'm just going to go down to the official office and file a grievance, you know, yeah. like a fucking adult. Yeah. So he goes down to the office, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah, okay, we hear you. He's like, okay, so, you know, I'm expecting this to be handled. He didn't speak English, but he's using interpreters to do this, which wow. is a whole other thing. Like, <laughs> how are you an interpreter? How do you learn how to speak English? Like, how are there people who are speaking Modoc and English? It's not like there's been a whole bunch of years here. The settlers are new. How did you pick it up so quickly? Like the pe- people who understand how to learn other, because I just, God. you either have the brain for it or you don't. And my God, I do not. My friend from Germany, oh my, she a hundred percent speaks English better than I do. You just like <laughs> right? have the brain for it or you don't. And like, yeah, she's like, oh, I just, you know, took some classes, read a lot of books in English. It's like, how, how did you read a book, though? How would even start to yeah. read a book in English? I don't know. You just, you have the brain for it. You're just smart and you have the brain it's for it. It's amazing. Some people uh, do. There's going to be a whole other chapter of this we're going to talk about where I kind of talk about some of the interpreters through this Ooh, whole thing. It's okay. just, oh, yeah. So Captain Jack's going down there with his interpreters and appealing for help to these agents in charge. So he ends up going three times. And nothing's changing. And he's giving it time to change. He's hoping, you know, that they're going to hold up their part of the bargain. Yeah. So the third and last time he goes in, they blow him off. And he says, he turns around and looks at them on the way out and says, quote, I may be Indian, but I'm not a dog. And I'm not going to be treated like this. End quote. (laughs) And he leaves. (laughs) And they were probably like, okay, you know. But yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna remember that moment and they're going yeah. to remember him. What a badass. Yes. So somebody in charge of this office, again, there's diaries. He wrote this in his diary entry. Um, said that that happened, Captain Jack came in, said this, and they left. And then they were living for the next few months relatively peacefully, even though they were mad. But then he cut off their rations in April, and then they just started, quote, wandering around the area, end quote. Why'd you cut the fucking rations? Uh, 
Like, um, you can't just cut uh, rations. I, again, what's that weird? They, they, like, started wandering around because we stopped feeding them. them. Yeah, like, we ignored, you know, just basic living conditions. Like, also, you wouldn't have to give them rations if you would have given them, you know, sustainable land that they could hunt and farm. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were doing just fine feeding themselves yeah, before this. They were very, very, very self-sufficient. Yeah. And here you come. Fucking so, it all up. And then you should provide some food for them. And you're like, oh, do they need food, though? Yeah, again, it just... <laughs> Yeah, put you in that do. mindset. Like this person wrote that in their in their diary. Like, yeah, and then I cut rations and they just started wandering around. It's like, okay, <laughs> whatever, man. It's so casual about letting people starve to death. Yeah, but, all right. <laughs> so here's here's what happened. Here's okay. what actually happened. Okay, Captain yeah. Jack went back and he's like, so they're not listening to us. Um, they're never going to. That has been made clear now. So like, I'm going home. Yeah. And if you guys want to come with me, you can come. And so about 150 of them are like, hell yeah, man, we're going to go with you. And about 150 are like, yeah, you guys go. Like, come back if you need to, whatever. We're going to stay here. Um, and he's like, okay, yeah, I'm taking my 150 people. I'm going back to our fucking homelands because fuck it. Like, they are ours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are ours. So they go back. They go back to their area of land, and they notice that it's changed a bit. Um, there are a lot of white neighbors now, a lot of them. And you know how settling goes. Uh, they build things and they deplete resources and, you know, other white people shit. And mm -hmm. so they come back. They're like, that's fine. This is still our land that the creator gave us. We can work with this. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll work around it. What an attitude to have because I would have been, I mean, I'm sure they were devastated, but. I oh, yeah. Been, well, I'm sure. I would have yeah. been crying, curled up in a ball mess, being like, just like having your home change. If, yeah, like, oh, okay. No, I think I'm, what you're trying to say, if I'm correct, is because this is how I feel. It's one of those blips in history where, like, they're retelling their story. They're like, okay, they came back and saw this and then they settled back in. Obviously, there were feelings there. Obviously, they weren't yeah. happy. The difference is, is if that would have been me, it wouldn't have been like, it would have been, and then she fucking fell apart and tried to light it on fire and <laughs> died. And like, that was it. Like You ruined my home, the place I grew yeah, up, the place like, where everyone I knew grew up. Like, yeah. that is fucking devastating. Exactly. Like, the fact that they had the inner strength yes. to just be like, oh, wow, the that's awful we have to keep moving forward yes. like I just don't have that and no I don't right. either and like and that's the way it was passed down to families you know yeah. like yep and then we just settled back in good for yeah. you because I would have been so devastated I would have just wandered off and died somewhere I don't know but like the Modoc people you're gonna see oh man like it's chills in a good way oh. like they do not go down. I love. I'm so glad they're not like me. No. Like oh. my God. Oh right. Oh, yeah, I no. want them to like thrive. I want them to get through this. <sighs> I want. I want some fucking revenge. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. I want some revenge for no, them. No, they they don't back down. It's oh, good. It's really incredible. Um. So so yeah, they come back. You know, they see all of these new white settlers, and they kind of start trying to get back in it. Some of uh, the Modoc people became ranch hands. Um, wow. Yeah, like they're really, Whoa. they're like, hey, you're here. This is our place. We're all here together. Let's, you know, get back in That's it again. expectations. There like, were a lot of. willing to do that. Exactly. There were a lot of feelings there also. <laughs> we're just like telling the story, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so Captain Jack 
is the leader of this area. So he's like, oh, hey, like, I'm going to start striking deals with people because this is my land. So, like, why don't you pay me some rent? And people were doing it. And Yay. it was kind okay. of working. That's something. Again, there were clashes, okay? Yeah. There's feelings. Of course. This is human beings. And this is not justice, but it no. is, like, some kind of beginning of reparation. Right, yeah. I'm definitely not going to say that, like, they moved in and everyone was living in peace and harmony. No. Like, no. No, no. But this does seem to be working. And he is also a uh, Captain Jack it becomes known in the town of Wairika. He's he's working there. He goes in there. That's where they name him Captain Jack. So he's awesome. about, yeah, let's talk about him. He's about 30 years old at this time. Whoa. Yeah. He's a young pup. He's a young pup. He's about 5'10". And he mm. has, Meekum said in his diary, that it's very clear that he has royal blood. The way that he put it, he <laughs> says, quote, that he's of more than common heritage, end quote. Ooh. So he just has that air about him, you know? Yeah. Um, Captain Jack led a small band of Modoc people. A lot of that band were his family members, but mm-hmm. not all of them. Um and uh, th- we're going to talk about a few of them here. These nicknames, like, as if Captain Jack wasn't cool enough. like So cool. Buckle up for the nicknames Ew. here. They're so great. Ew. So um, part of the people in his band, we have Scarface Charlie. Oh, hell. Scarface Charlie? Scarface Charlie. Oh, my gosh. Um, my daughter's yeah. name is Charlie. I'm going to start calling her Scarface Scarface Charlie. Charlie. And she's going to be so, so confused. Cool. There's photos of these people, too, <gasps> that I will post. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's so awesome. And seeing Captain Jack's face is really like surreal but Scarface Charlie the scar on his face the whole thing it's so fucking cool um Scarface Charlie is Captain Jack's right hand man yeah he is um we also have a Sconchin John um Sconchin John's older he was one of the people that survived Ben Wright's massacre wow he was there um uh, Sconchin John has a brother this is just side note uh that they called old Sconchin and he was one of the people that ended up signing a peace treaty back in the day. Okay. Um, because, again, he's older, old Sconchin. Right. And so he said that there was a point, he was the leader, and there was a point that he wanted to kill all the white people coming in. He's like, that was my plan. They came, yeah. we killed them, but more kept coming, and we killed them. And he's oh, like, Jesus. there was so much yeah. killing. And, like, they just kept coming. It made me sick. It made me sick to my stomach. And I threw my gun down and vowed a life of peace and went to befriend them and live amongst them. And so that's what he's been doing. Okay. Right. So old Sconchin's people are the people that stayed behind on the reservation. Okay. When Captain Jack went to sleep. Yep. So those, gotcha. so they say, they're like, we'll stay here. But again, you are more than welcome to come and go. You know, they're very, right. you know, yeah. together here. Um. So, meanwhile, again, like I said, this was not all peace and harmony. Yeah. Um, there are settlers saying that people of the Modoc tribe are causing problems in the area. They're literally saying that they're just, like, walking into their houses and taking stuff. Um, the Modoc people are saying that white people are causing issues as well. Again, I'm not here to say the degree of how often these things were happening or who was doing it to who or whatever. The point is, is that there's tension building. Yeah. It did seem to be going okay, but now, uh, there's that tension. It's coming back. And it gets to the point where the higher up settlers 
kind of just want them to go back to the reservation. They, um, there's a whole bunch of reasons for that, I'm sure. But one of those reasons is definitely, yeah, you know, like we just really want all of this land to ourselves. We don't have to worry about it. Like we don't have to want to worry about you charging rent or any of this. We could just have this and you could just go back to your reservation, you know? Yeah, disgusting. Um, So there was a government document that was issued. I read it. And the government document came in saying, okay, yep, let's get them back to that Klamath Reservation. Um, Peacefully if you can, but forcefully if you must, end quote. And again, I did read this document and it did say a couple different times, like, hey, don't, you know, just do this in a, in a, a non-violent way if you can. It did say that. But if necessary, they're going to make it necessary. Oh, my God. You, know? you can't say that, like, hey, by the way, violence, oh, it's, not, it's an option, though. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much you say, like, we don't recommend. If you say that it's an option, people are going for that as their first option. Yeah. 90% of the yeah, time. Yeah, you really needed to not phrase it that way. Yeah. Um, they did. And so the um, people at Fort Klamath are like, fucking hell yeah, let's go. So they start bringing the military in Jesus to set up in Fort Klamath. Yeah. And as they're traveling, as the army is traveling to get to Fort Klamath, don't forget, there is a civil war going on. They are dedicating people for this. Yeah, Yeah. makes it adds to the whole thing here. Um, As the military is traveling through, they're kind of passing, you know, through, like, settlers and towns and that kind of thing. Like, hey, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, we're uh, going to Klamath. We're going to go, like, send these Modocs back to the tribe, blah, blah, blah. And so people are joining them. People are just joining the fucking military to, like, go on this mission. Yeah. How fun. Yeah, so great. Um, <laughs> sarcasm, if you... If you yeah, no, Emily yeah, yeah. <laughs> has looked like she's going to throw up this whole <laughs> yeah. time. Um, just to be clear. Also, an anger throw up. <laughs> yeah. Like glaring. Oh, yeah. Just, just my brow hurts. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so they, they get there. They get to where Captain Jack and his people are... It is so cold. This is in the winter time, and we're we're from kind of around this area. Um, it's cold right now. I wanted to save this for like the January time, mm-hmm. so we can walk outside and be like, "Hey, it's fucking cold oh outside." Oh my god, it's you fucking know? cold. It's fucking outside. cold outside. So the military rides in to where Captain Jack and his band are, um, you know, chilling. Yeah. And it was so cold when they rode in. Some of them were frozen to their saddles. Like, that's, that's the climate we're talking about. Um, so the soldiers arrive at dawn. I don't know. I feel like that might be, like, a sign. Maybe turn around, soldiers. Yeah. Maybe again. that's the world telling you, like, no, Uh-oh. don't do not do it. Are you cold? Are you frozen to your saddle? You yeah. know who's not? You know what? You're not meant to get off your saddle right yeah. now. You're meant to turn around. Mm, yeah. And there. go take your ass back to your stolen home, okay? Yep. And they... figure some shit out. Um, yeah, the, the Modoc tribe's over here getting on and off their horses just fine. They're doing just Interesting. fine. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting how that works. <laughs> Maybe the universe is trying to say something right now. What do you know? <laughs> um, so no one told, oh, well, obviously no one told, like, the indigenous people of this area that the yeah. army was coming in. But no one told the settlers either. Oh, no one told anybody that the military weird. was moving in. Wow. Yes. Okay. So this is fucking shocking. Yeah. For, for everybody. Everyone's in a panic. Yeah. So it, <laughs> you can imagine how, how shocked Scarface Charlie was when he went out and saw all of these uniform-clad soldiers 
meeting because it was Scarface Charlie was the one that went out there because Captain Jack was still in his hut because he's like, oh, okay, like they're coming to talk, you know, like the leaders are going to come in here, you know, and we're all going to talk like that's how this goes. And so he was waiting for them to do that. Meanwhile, Scarface Charlie's like, hey, go meet him, you know, tell him where I'm at, bring him over. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right hand man does yes Mm -hmm. so scarface charlie goes out to meet them and wow it's like the entire military a this is not just people coming to talk and he comes out there to tell them where captain jack is you know like he's back here and they just start arresting people like just arresting people not explaining it not saying hey (sighs) we need to go back to the reservation none of that which again i read the documents and obviously it's not a good document you know i'm not trying to justify this document it's fucked up however the document did make it sound as though you know you need to go tell them to leave for you know not come in and start arresting people again if you give them the option of using force they're just gonna go in with force there was a point in the document too where it said we'll leave it up to you to decide on arresting leaders it said arresting leaders they're just arresting Everybody. everybody yeah they and they went in doing that not telling anyone anything so scarface charlie is like whoa 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 what the fuck uh, yeah. why are they all over there like in shackles why why are you arresting people what's going on here mm-hmm. <clears throat> so here we go drama we're getting into it now mm-hmm. so the soldiers are like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, um, it's fine. Like, don't fight it. We're just going to arrest you, and we're going to take all of your weapons and everything, and you're just going to come with us. And Scarface Charlie's like, yeah, how about, no, the what? fuck you're uh, not. Wh- wh- why would we do that? Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, no, it's sh- it's okay, Charlie. Just give us your gun, that one you're holding. Just hand it over, and, you know, just go stand in line, and we'll, we'll get this all squared away. He's like, yeah. I'm not doing that, though. No. And he is holding his ground. He's like, I'm not doing that. Stop arresting people. I'm not handing you shit. What are you doing? Like, Jack's back there. We can talk. But, like, fucking stop doing what you're doing. Yeah. The army's not backing down either. So, Scarface Charlie squares up with this army lieutenant, like, face to face, pretty much. And, like, they're just looking at each other. Like... I'm not, I'm not giving you shit. He's like, well, then we're going to take it from you. And he's like, no, you're not. And they take a step back and they pull out their guns and they fire them at each other. Like, okay, I'm sorry. Am I attracted to Scarface Charlie? <laughs> you <laughs> might be. What? <laughs> I know. Okay. I'll post pictures. <laughs> okay, great. Um, yeah, no, this is a big, like, okay. Yeah. You. Uh, all right, Scarface Don't Charlie. back down. Me. Um, but, hey, shots are fired um, at point blank. Oh, my God. But it's the 1800s, and so they both miss. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, again, point blank, like, handguns. <laughs> like, right miss. there and pew. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Takes it back and fire. But they miss. But shots are fired. And this is the beginning of what is going to be called the Modoc Wars. This little instance oh, right here. So all sides just start shooting at each other now. It's chaos. That first, though, you'll have to put that on your Patreon, even though we kind of already know. I'm sure there's more there, but, like, the whole shots fired thing. Like, yeah. just, oh, yeah, shots fired. It's like, no, literally, Ooh. like, one shot gets fired, and it's a fucking war now. Oh, like, yeah. Like, no one knows who fired Shit's the shot. going down. Yeah. Emily mm-hmm. has a great Patreon series about, like, expressions and where they come from. Oh, like, yeah, like things. the historical context. Watch, yeah. it's this. <laughs> yeah. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so all sides are shooting. It's now a war. To be clear, this should not have happened, like, at all. This is going to be called the Lost River Battle. This was not sanctioned by the government at all. Again, that document said, don't do this, you mm -hmm. know. If you can help it, they did it. This should not have happened at all. This is a fucking shit show already. So, again, shots being fired. Captain Jack's people are like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And they start making for the water. They're getting into their canoes, and they know exactly where they're going. Mm -hmm. They are going to the protection of their most sacred lands that they have. That's all you can do at this point. Yeah. So these lands were south from where they were in this very ancient lava flow. Ooh. Yeah. Uh-huh. So here is where Captain Jack's people are meeting. They're like, we're going back to the sacred ground in the lava flows. But the other members of the Modoc tribe aren't with them. They're still out there living their lives. So now... Like I said, it was the army coming in. Um, army is a loose term. We're not going to get into all of that. But technically, this is a militia. Yeah. And they're undertrained and they're unhinged. So shots were fired. The militia is now like, oh, I guess this is war. So now they're going to other MODOK camps and just creating rampage, right? Other camps that have no clue that this even happened. They're just like, oh, guess it's war. Here we go. So they're going in there murdering people and whatnot. And one of these tribes that they go to and start murdering people was led by one, here comes another fun name, Hooker Jim. I know, I love Hooker Jim. So uh, Hooker these, Jim. Hooker Jim. What? So they come rolling in, start killing people. And he's like, what the, what the fuck is this? So Hooker Jim's pissed now. And now he's going on a little spree with his people. So he goes out and he kills about 12 settlers that didn't have anything to do with this. Not the militia, just settlers. Not a good look, but everyone's a little confused right now, okay. you know? Yeah. So anyways, know you can that. see where, like, the war, like, war yeah. is coming. So about, this is another thing where I found it in an interview from someone from the Modoc tribe was telling this oh. story. So Hooker Jim went on this spree killed about 12 settlers. This is just a side story, but it's kind of cool. So I had to throw it in there. One of these settlers was a lady in her home alone. And she had her two young boys with her. And all of this starts breaking out. They're shooting everywhere. Like what's going on? She took bags of flour and like hold them up in her house, like turned her house into a fort and told her young sons, like, here's some guns, fire at will. And they Whoa. literally held off their home, their little makeshift fort, for three days. Oh, my God. Before, gosh. like, the military came in and helped them. Yeah. And, again, this is a member of the Modoc tribe telling this, a woman from the Modoc tribe. And she's like, that is that is such a brave woman. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh -huh. good on you. Like, yeah, exactly. technically, yeah, not that we're, like, picking sides or anything, but it's still big of you, you know, to, like, give credit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because, again, like, that does say a lot. Some settlers were... Chilling. They were paying Captain Jack their, you they know, were their rent. They were trying to do the right thing. Trying, yes. like I mean, the right thing would have been not to. Yeah, right. You're on the right thing. Yeah, kind of went out the window a long time ago. Yeah, but, yeah. but again, beginnings of reparation. Yes, right there. and like it does. This little story does show that there were, you know, people caught up in this kind right. of thing. Mm -hmm. Um. But anyway, so Hooker Jim's really mad. He goes on that rampage, you know, and then he's like, okay, no, this is bad. This is getting bad. This is clearly going to be a thing. We have to get to the sacred land 
and where the lava flow is. So he's already going back to where Captain Jack is now. And so as more attacks on the Modoc tribes keep happening, more of them are like, we have to get back to like that sacred protection. Like we have to get there. Mm-hmm. And so more of them just kept rolling in and rolling in. And so at this point, Captain Jack has a small fighting force in like their teens and early 20s. Okay. Um, so there is about 55 men and their families. Not a lot. And, I mean, not a lot. 55 men and families against an army. Um, They are a really small force, you know, but they're determined. Again, they are fighting for their homes. The land that the creator made, not gave them, made for them. There was nothing there until the creator made this land for them specifically. Mm -hmm. That is what they are fighting for. And this is going to be Captain Jack's stronghold, these people. Okay, their purpose is just so much deeper so much than deeper. the soldiers the oh. soldiers are just like hall monitor syndrome over here again yeah the the again the saying like this is bigger than you this is bigger than you wanting land uh-huh. you know like yep. this is bigger than that yeah like these are families surviving families because again you know went on yeah. a rampage there uh-huh. and so they have made it out none of them again there weren't messengers flying back and forth like hey everyone meet up at the no they went where they knew they could go, like mm-hmm. where their sacred ancestors, like that had this land, you know, like it was a, this protecting force. And that's where Captain Jack's stronghold's going to be. And that's where I'm going to leave it oh, for shit. this one. Okay. Yeah. Um, to be clear, this is called Captain Jack's stronghold, and we just barely got there. This story just fucking started. Mm-hmm. And I said in the beginning, it's like, no, Captain Jack's stronghold's cooler than what you're thinking it is. It is. So you're going to hear all about that. I want some justice. In part two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yay, and now it is time for a fresh cup for to a stick fresh around. Cup. Goodbye. And now it's time for a fresh cup. Fresh cup. It's so fresh. The freshest. And it's going to make us mad because it always <laughs> does. it always does. Uh-huh. Do just, people listen? I wonder how many people like just are like, oh, God, okay. I'm going to click off at the end of the history story. Because they I, get heated. <laughs> As if we don't get heated enough about the history stories. Like, yeah. we get also very heated about yeah. these. Yeah, it's like, let's listen to Spill the Mean and listen to these two girls yell at each other and agree. And <laughs> that's, that's basically our entire friendship. Yeah. Though. Yeah. We're always just yelling yelling at each other, but like, agree. Agree, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay, so this one is from a subreddit I've never pulled from before, but that I've followed for a while. Um, Just know, (laughs) mother-in-law. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. There's a whole... uh, Why am I surprised? There's a Reddit page for everything. For everything. Oh, it's so great. Everything. Um, There is a Cottagecore subreddit. There is a Light Academia subreddit. I joined both of them. Yeah. yeah, For, like, inspiration for my house decor. Yeah. And also, I, like, posted pictures of my daughter's birthday party, and people were so fucking nice. Yeah. It was... That's gotta feel good. It was her, like, fairy birthday party. It was very cottagecore. It was beautiful. It was very cottagecore. I worked very hard, so it it felt very validating. Yeah. (laughs) I needed some validation that day. Okay, so, mother-in-law wants... No, you know what? No, okay, I'll read I'll read the title. Okay. Sorry. okay. <clears throat> Mother-in-law wants to be called, quote, mama, unquote, by my child. Oh. Okay, so, a few months ago, before my baby was born, I asked mother-in-law what she wanted to be called, and she said, mama. I ins- it instantly made me uncomfortable because, one, that's my name, and two, 
we don't like each other. Maybe if we had a very close relationship, I'd be okay with it, but I am not with her. I'm, I'm going to finish it before I get into it. Okay. I, know, I, was, I was like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. let you read it. Yeah. Okay, it's okay. very, very short. I asked my husband if that was a typical Spanish grandmother thing to do, and he said no. So I've just been calling her grandma. Okay, well, that, that answered my question. I was asking. It I was is not a cultural, cultural thing. thing. Okay, mm-hmm. good to know. Apparently, yeah. Well, she signed the very generic Christmas gift card from Mama. Going no contact isn't an option. Neither is sending back the gift or telling my husband I don't like it. The only fights we have are about his mother, and we had a major row the other day. I can't bring it up again. That's the entire post. Oh. Okay, here's here's my thing. Yeah, you go. Yeah. Mama is not like the nickname Papa, right? Where right. Papa can be applicable to either a grandpa or a father. Yes. Like, my daughter was the first grandchild. She started calling my dad Papa. Yes. And from then on, it was his name. My brother intended for his children to call him Papa. And he was like, well, shit, the name's already taken. And so he went with Dada for his son. Yeah. Papa can be, like, interchangeable. Mama cannot. No. Mama is not a nickname for a grandmother. No. Ever. Ever. Yeah, no. Unless they adopt them. Yeah, I know. Even I'm thinking of like, <laughs> if, you know, like the white people and what we call our grandparents jokes and stuff. It's oh like even gosh, like a yeah. mama, yeah. you know, or like Me-ma. a mama or something. It's like it's still I've not never heard of a mama, mama. you know, yeah, like no, mama. and they that's like the, the way they are spelling it in this post is M A M A. Yeah, yeah. And she like, signed it M A M A Mama. Yeah, yeah not. Like, Mom, like the southern, like M A W M A W. Yeah, right. You know, like your like, mama. Your mama. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's how you have to say it. Uh-huh. But yeah, no, that's like children's first words a lot. Like yeah. mama. Yeah. Like, Dada, mm. mama. Uh-uh. And she doesn't like her. So. And huh. also, like, my mom with, went with Nana. That is like just as easy to say. Yeah, right. Yeah, my son got down Nana right as, about as he got down Mama. Yeah. So I was good. It's like, not like for the sense of like I want something simple for them to say because Grandma is too hard. Like no, right, yeah. you're just being crazy. Yeah, I was gonna say like <laughs> I God I don't know I'm like trying to think of some benefit of the doubt here, but I, you shouldn't have to sit your mother-in-law down and explain why, you know, like, okay, so here's the thing. It could just be confusing, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and also no kid can just say grandma. That's why it's cute. Like yeah. they say something, you know, like they say something like your nickname cute. forever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Forever. Yes. Yeah. Like, huh. And like no contacts on this. You can't bring it up. It's like, well, I guess then you're just going to have to keep calling her grandma. Yeah. I don't, I don't know it. what kind of advice. Also. Yeah. What kind of advice are you expecting to get? Because you're not willing to go no contact. Yeah. You're not willing to give back the gift card. Yeah. You're not willing to like bring it up with your husband anymore yeah. or bring so. it up with your mother-in-law. It sounds like so like. You're fucked. I guess you're just going to be real passive aggressive and every time mm-hmm. be like, that's your grandma. That's I'm grandma. your mama. Yeah. Hi, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Uh, like, can we like split the diff and go with grandmama? Yeah. Something. <laughs> that work? Again, Nana's huh. real close. Nana's very close. Uh-huh. And, and so close to an M. It's so close. Just that's go with Nana. Really- and also like... I don't think it's annoying. Like, my God, I would probably go no contact over something as so fucking weird as that. That's that's toxic as shit. No, yeah. Yeah. But (laughs) 
Your kid's not going to call her mama. No, no. Your kid's with you all the time. Yeah. Your mama. Your everyone mama. in their life. Like, the grocery store clerk. Like, they're going to be like, is that your mama? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you going to the store with mama? Yeah. No, no one is going. She's not going to call her no. mama. She's I feel. going to be nana, grandma, whatever. Mima, yes. Gigi. I get, like, <laughs> no contact, but I guess maybe just don't let her like babysit alone i don't know like is your mother-in-law gonna try to get your child to call you mom <laughs> like, yeah. that's so fucked that's like creepy. i don't care if you're my mother-in-law i don't care who the fuck you are you get my child to call you mom mm-hmm. and i'm going to fuck you up oh like yeah absolutely not you oh know my gosh. so mm, I don't know. I don't know. And again, they're not friends. I keep trying to do this benefit of the doubt thing. Like, well, maybe she doesn't understand. But she said no, and we do not like each other. Like, yeah. we fight about it and stuff. And so mm-hmm. maybe we she don't is like doing each other. It. it is not a cultural thing. And clearly, like, like her husband. I mean, if they fight about it that much, it kind of makes me feel like the husband sides with the mom a lot. You know, that's and what so it sounds it's like. Gonna... And it's, I hate that like mama's boy thing. Like, yeah, my son better never ever no, side God, with no. me he better side with his wife he side with your wife yeah, yeah you like, picked her you're forced to be with me honey bunny but like you picked that woman you stand by her side oh no i'm like waiting for the day where he like comes in venting i'm like you you will not come in here and shit talk uh-huh. your wife to me son like yeah. you oh yeah fucking work on yourself right <laughs> uh, you were not raised for this like oh no, yeah. no, no absolutely no 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 like i my brother my older brother is like when i love him he's an incredible person he's one of my best friends mm-hmm. and i'll I'll sit there with my sister-in-law and be like, so, Spencer, you doing enough for her? You helping her enough? Or, right, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I always back her. Yeah. <laughs> Even though, like, Again, she's not blood-related to me. And I love my brother. And he's an incredible person. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> like, there's times if, like, she's being terrible to your mom or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Like, if they were, like, abusive mom, or yeah. something, but, then I'd be like, no, I'm going to fuck him up. But if but, it's something, <laughs> like, you know, the, if, the, if the mother-in-law is going to go so far as to get your kid to call her mama. She's it, crazy. It seems crazy crazy yeah <laughs> so uh yeah I I can't imagine a situation I, where she is not crazy like yeah I, like, trying to, to imagine a scenario where this is normal or okay no. and it's there's none I that I can think of and I don't want to do like the reddit thing of like divorce him because I don't think that's it I feel like yeah. I would I couldn't have done it in the first place like I if my mother-in-law was so crazy and so psychotic uh-huh. and like such a problem that we were fighting over her I couldn't I wouldn't I marry begin, him no I wouldn't no. have begun that no, 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 no. You don't want that kind of rift forever. Like, yep. if if his parents just, like, really hate you for no reason, like, you, that's, mm-hmm. you can't get past that. No matter how hard you try or anything, no. That's always that would have been a deal a breaker. Contention. Yeah, like, that oh would have been. Oh, my gosh, the stress that will cause, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, that would have been a deal breaker for me. I've been like, okay, we don't see eye to eye, you know. Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to fight. Also, I don't, I wouldn't feel right fighting with my husband over his mom anyways because I don't you don't want to put in like a pick a side thing no, necessarily you don't it shouldn't to come in that to situation that. but right. really they should like especially in situations like this he should have your back he should definitely have your back this is like, fucking weird how is yeah. he not saying mom what the fuck yeah, she's not What's calling what? you mom like I'm like, sorry what? but yeah there's a little bit of a problem with your husband like yeah I would go to your dad and be like hey so go tell my husband that our child's going to start calling you dad, dad, and yeah. see how my husband feels about it. Because yep. 
he probably shouldn't like that. And if he's okay with that, that's an issue. That is it. That's, that's an a issue. problem right there. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, those are all my feelings. I think I, I vented. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's all my feelings. What a fucking weird ass situation. Yeah. Come up and tell my children to call you mama and. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to phrase it slightly nicer. But no, Maddie's right. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Could you imagine, though? Oh, like, the audacity. The audacity. Ugh. Okay. Anyways, bye. bye. <laughs>